0: Hey, welcome to this week on A Little Better. My name is Daniel, I'll be your host, and we're super excited to dive into this Habits for Change with this new podcast series called A Little More on, and then we'll fill in the blank through this series. This week, we're talking all about prayer, how we can make it a little bit more practical for our lives. We kick off this episode with a little riff of the question of the week, which, what's 2022 going to look like for you? Uh, And we let everyone on the podcast go around and answer that question. Uh, We're so excited that you're tuning in because remember, our goal on this podcast is to know Jesus better and by the power of his spirit, do better because together we want to be a little better. All right, welcome to the Little Better Podcast. Uh, Welcome to the second episode of 2022. We've also made it a week, right? We've made it a full week. Uh, And we kicked off a brand new series called Habits for Change. Um, And at the time of this recording, I'm wearing a beanie, not because it's stylish, but because it is literally three degrees. Not in this room, but outside. I've got
1: extra layers as well. Yeah, right. It is cold.
0: It's a cold one this morning in Rochester, so... Uh, I don't know where you may be. Maybe you're on a beach in Florida, but uh, it is cold where we are.
1: I just think about that radio at the beginning of every Groundhog Day when you yeah. go, it's cold out it's, there. It's
0: cold out there. <laughs> yeah. I, I woke up this morning, so I have a one-month-old, Brad. We were reminiscing about yeah. uh, you know sleep deprivation <laughs> when you had to do that. Yeah. Uh, this morning I woke up like at 3.30 to <sighs> to help my wife because she was feeding and I was helping her. And I like glanced at my phone and it said 5 degrees. And I was like, oh, that's cold out there. When I got up this morning at six, it said three degrees. I was like, "Hold up, hold up, not going the right way. Why is it going down? Why is it going down?" So, uh, but yeah, welcome
1: to New York. Yeah,
0: move to New York. Welcome to New York, everyone. It's cold, Um, but it hasn't been as bad as it was last year, right? And so, I don't know if that means there's a big one in store for us in January, February. Um,
1: No telling. Yeah, very. This isn't a weather podcast, though.
0: So no. So, hey, we're trying out these segments uh, a little bit, um, a little bit of segments. So I have a, I have one for you, this one. Just a question of the week. Just simple, right? Just one question. Uh, what's your 2022 vision? What's a word you're hoping to focus on, a, a thing you're planning to do? We talked a little bit about reflection last year mm-hmm. um, or last week about 2021. But what's your word of the year, verse of the year, or just what are you hoping 2022 brings?
1: Okay, I'm going to have to say this, and people are going to just have to trust me and believe me because you said you were gonna blindside me with this w- question. Was, yeah. And you did. I
0: did. I blindsided you. Yeah. And it's
1: gonna sound it's gonna sound terrible because I the word is prayer. And that is that was <laughs> that was true before the sermon. That was yeah. true because uh, last year, you know, there's, a, there's different yeah. years. I really feel that um you know there's a fair amount of consistency with my Bible study and mm. reading yeah. and, and those sorts of things, but I feel that my prayer life is very unstructured. Mm. And so, to me, I was really I, I feel like I've got some habits in place that have worked pretty well, you know, for, yeah. the, for the Bible, the Bible reading stuff. But I and I—I had—I had shared it with other people, you know, that just, you know, this year I want to grow in prayer. So I had been thinking about it. So it was a God thing. Yeah, that Drew showed good. up with the word you know, to, uh, to bring it here. I know, I know it sounds like we planned this. That's even better,
0: right? Yeah, I didn't didn't blindside you. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'll share mine. Uh, so usually, uh, my wife and I, we usually pick a word of the year or something like Mm -hmm. that. This year we didn't, we decided a verse of the year. So we're Mm going to like pick one verse and hopefully that, you know, this verse is almost giving off the feel or the direction that our word would have done either way. Uh, and, and my Verse of the year is Psalms one nineteen sixty eight, which is I meditate on your law day and night, mm. um, and so I delight. And I think it says I delight in your law. I meditate on it day and night. So, do
1: you have a goal of memorizing Psalm one nineteen? Yeah, no,
0: that, that would be <laughs> It's only one hundred
1: ninety six right? verses. How right. many are there? That's
0: <laughs> good. Uh, but the 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 reason I, I selected that is my usually personal time with God has been very you know structured through the several years, and but I've never. Said, I'm gonna read the whole Bible in one year. I've, I've like read the Old Testament, read the New Testament. I've you generally done more like, ah. like more detailed, rigid study of maybe book by book, verse right. by verse, smaller sections, but trying to dig deeper into them on like uncovering different rocks. But I, was, I said, you know, this year I'm going to go for volume. I want to I read yeah. the whole Bible this okay. year. Uh, so I'm doing the Bible in a year like, with Alpha Internationals. I looked at the for and the M. low Shane's God. Plan yeah, and yeah, plan and plan. I looked at some different yeah. options, yeah. Uh, but that's the one I landed on. Because I was fearful, number one, I was fearful that I wasn't going to actually be able to do it uh, because I would get too caught in the weeds and then I would run out of time and I'd right. have to get to work or stuff like that. And the Alpha plan, has an audio option that mm-hmm. you could, and I'm a. I love. I'm oh, an auditory yeah. learner. I, I learn primarily that way, mm-hmm. and so the option just to say it reads the passages to me if I need it to. Right. Um, if I can go on a walk, you know, during sure. lunch or something like that, and I can read listen to it um it, it'll be good for me okay because now
1: some thing. people are listening to this and they'll want to check that out yeah yeah so what sure. what did you say it was the alpha plan yeah
0: so it's alpha international ministry so okay. it's similar to uh, northridge ministry here have starting point right mm-hmm. that's kind of the thrust of it uh but alpha alpha internationals they're literally you get on the app store it's a it's a little red app icon it's with a b on it it's bible in a year with Nikki gumbel i don't okay. know if you've heard that name or not um but i've heard the name yeah so he, he's a he started in Alpha. Mm-hmm. He's a pastor, and I think
1: and I've heard of Alpha England.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of where it all kind of started at. But uh, it's a Bible in a year. You can find the plan on you version, or there's a print copy. It has a little bit of commentary, uh, prayers that go along with it, direction mm. that he points you each day. Uh, it's been really good for, for yeah for me. I mean, obviously, it's what ten days, eleven days in. So yeah, um, yeah. So
1: and I. Mentioned Don Carson has a couple of books, yeah. For the Love of God, yeah. Volume 1 and Volume 2. And they, they, they use McShane's reading plan, which goes through the Bible. And actually, it's yeah. different. There's different all kinds format. of plans out there.
0: That one's four to five chapters a day. It and, is. And they tell you to break it up in morning and night so you yes. kind of have a more... Yeah, and rhythm. that
1: will actually get you through the Old Testament in a year, and the New Testament in Psalms twice in the mm-hmm. year. It's, it's kind of yeah, kind of heavy there. Yeah, but uh, for sure. but that's that's yeah, that's the high end of volume. But uh,
0: for sure,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's
0: uh, a great rhythm. For sure, deep yeah, wide, right? Yeah. You have years that go deep, deep wide. Yeah, we're just trying to change the pace up a little bit, right? Uh-huh. All right, Brad. Sermon in sixty. Drew's not sermon here. You didn't actually preach it, but I, I, I challenge you to it. see if you can do fact, it. In fact, I mean. So, I hope everyone's using the Northridge
1: app because it's a lifesaver, baby. But uh, yeah, so I'm gonna actually just scan the app, which you guys could do this just as well, Home60. So, Drew asked the question, How do I change? and gave the odd response that it's not about uh, what needs to be changed, but where you start to get changed. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter what you're changing in life, it all has the same solution. Mm-hmm. And that solution is to start with prayer. And um, so then we talked about you know that first habit of prayer. But I so I don't know. I mean, as far as change goes, we're going to have other habits coming yeah. on the way. But right now, this mm-hmm. week was the habit of prayer, and prayer was simply defined as talking with God, and that it's powerful. Um, it's I mean we we are connecting with the. Yeah, uh, master of the universe. Yeah, literally. Right. So it's powerful. It also builds a relationship mm. between him. So it's you know it's personal. It's powerful. It changes us. Uh, it yields results. Uh, the dangers are that sin in our life can block that prayer, and uh, so then he just talked about you know ways to approach prayer, be consistent. To um there's a look for a depth. Pursue a depth of meaning mm. uh, in prayer. Just start praying, get praying. Um, he talked about um, uh, momentary. There's opportunities to pray all yeah. the time. was it mean to pray all the time yeah, pray, versus the kind of the structured times we put into our life. Right. So was that was that?
0: sermon in seventy, but it's, it's oh, so, so close. That was I went a good. little yeah, over ten okay, seconds. Over. Sorry good. about that. Yeah, well, let's talk a little bit about that. So. Habits. Let's talk about just the concept of habits for a second. Yeah,
1: right? I love that because we had, I mean, Connell had raised the question of, were New year's resolutions even useful mm. um, yeah. and resolutions goals you know are kind of synonyms for each other and goals and resolutions are great but you don't get there without habits mm. yeah I read a book by Gretchen Rubin a few years ago called uh, better than before and yeah. there's just one quote out of that book that always sticks with me is that habits are the invisible architects of mm. daily life yeah so it's like they, they happen subconsciously they yeah. happen without annoying there was even a study seven years ago that said uh, Said, forty percent of our waking life yeah. is habitual. I mean the yeah. same things are happening we day just keep to day. Doing the same so forty percent of your life is already automated, and that either happened intentionally yeah. or haphazardly. Uh,
0: uh, <laughs> uh, which is probably the reason why so many people they they want to change because they don't realize that almost half their life is automated mm-hmm. and they don't like it. Right. And they, they say I want something different, uh-huh. but I don't know how to get there, or I can't break through, you know, there's different studies that says uh, 21 days, or seven weeks, or it takes to build a habit, whatever that is, different things say different, different, mm-hmm. different it's studies different say for different, different, things, different people. yeah, yep. um, but that's kind of where that all stems from, right, mm-hmm. and, and the, I think the difference for Christians, at least, is we're not just in it for behavior modification, right? right, we actually want to, this is where it gets a little tricky, because talking about a habit, we actually want to not just do different But be different, yeah. Um, And so, and that came out in a little book that I found yesterday Mm -hmm. uh, called "How Does God Change Us." It's a like an hour and a half audio book. I haven't even finished it yet. I I started it like twenty minutes before before I was we were starting dinner. But it was just so impactful in that short. It's like seven dollar Amazon book if you want to get on Kindle. How does God change us? Dane Ortland. He wrote "Gentle and Lowly," which was oh, that's a great uh, book. Yeah, author which was the twenty twenty. Christian Book of the Year, I wow. think that's yeah. right. Um, same author, uh-huh. but wrote "How Does God Change Us?" and in the in the preface, he, he kind of sets this up in the sense of we're not out for it. For um, you know, Christians have this different. We're not out just to be different, but or do different, but be different. Like yeah. I said, but he also talked about a little bit that different Christians have different definitions of change. Hmm. Right? He, he said there's there's a group of Christians that say you need to do different. Right. That's how you know God's changing you. You mm-hmm. got to see the fruit, see the fruit, see the fruit, see the fruit. He's like, yes, but that's not it. Yeah. And, and there's another group of Christians like, I need to know more. Mm-hmm. I need to know more. And when I know more, my when my educational level grows, then that's how God's changing me. I need to know the doctrines. I need to read the Puritans. I need to do all that. He's like, yeah. no, I don't think that's the heart of change either. Yeah. And And he said basically the heart of change or how. The mode at which God changes us is a closer walk with him a deeper the language he uses a deeper walk with him yeah and as we're walking deeper with him right he begins to change us yeah. and i think the mode at which this book doesn't even talk anything about the habits or the you know spiritual disciplines however you want to whatever you want to use the language forms spiritual practices um doesn't talk about any of those because that's not what the book's trying to do uh-huh. but um i i would think he would say the same that we're saying is the yeah. mode at which god is doing this close connection is now you could do these spiritual practices or habits with a heart of stone, right? You could go through the motions and it would be harder to, Mm -hmm. um, but
1: white knuckle Christianity. yeah, You could white knuckle it. And there's no
0: question about that. But I think the heart behind the series and what Drew was saying on Sunday is, um, when you get into the presence of God and you do these habits and you follow this mode, it'll change it. Mm -hmm. Nine times out of 10, 99% of the time it will have an impact on you.
1: Yeah, as you're saying that, I'm immediately thinking of teachers, you know, who have also stressed that, that it's about being and not doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tim Keller was talking about it. Uh, Dallas Willard, who talks a lot about, you know, habits, you know, uh, Celebration of Discipline is that his book? Uh, or... Spirit,
0: Richard Foster? Oh, oh, that's Richard Foster. Celebration of Discipline, right? Which is, that's a good and recommendation. Dallas Willard, yep, and the yep. Dallas
1: Willard's uh, shoot. I'm trying to remember his. I can't He's remember got a couple of big off books off the top of the head, but yeah, but I remember Dallas Willard, uh, you know, uh, talking about it and pointing to when when Jesus talks about turning the other cheek and walking mm-hmm. another mile and giving a shirt, and it's like, and we think that that's something we're trying to do, but. Jesus is actually faith. saying that when you are changed by God, that's mm-hmm. the kind of person you become. You become yeah. the kind of person who responds to life that way. Yeah. So yeah, I, it's,
0: that. it's it's fun to talk about. Even like looking forward to this series on the the different habits we chose because they're not all just like. The Bible tells you to do these things, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Because Spirit of the Disciplines, yeah. It's (laughs) like it's
0: like yeah, Spirit of Disciplines. There you go. I was like, wait, where did that come from? Uh, But you know, like a lot of the times in this in the Bible, the spiritual disciplines aren't named. Like you should do the habit of prayer. Mm -hmm. You know what? What the spiritual disciplines really are is looking at the life of Jesus and saying, this is how he lived his life. Yeah, we should do the same. We should have the same habits that Jesus had in his life. And this was a habit that you could point out and like, look, Jesus prayed all the time. He constantly was getting alone with the Father um, to talk with God. Um, And therefore, we should model our life. And I say that because there's going to be some that come up later on in the series and you're like, wait. Where, I've never heard that in a spiritual discipline series before or a okay. spiritual habit series before, and I'm not going to let any of them out. You're going to have to stick around all seven weeks. And and technically, Drew said there's seven habits, but he challenged us to fast also mm. on Sunday, and so I count that as eight. So yeah. there's seven weeks, eight habits, because he, <laughs> he you know rolled two up this past week. Um, yeah, so let's get a little practical, right? Sure. Let's get a little practical on... Um, things that drew said on the prayer he, he, he categorized two things that i want to focus on um drew fleshed out depth of meaning it's talking with god it's all these things we're probably not going to touch much of that but let's talk about momentary versus scheduled yeah okay for somebody who's like just getting into prayer what talk about that a little bit more how do i do momentary prayer
1: yeah, so I think Drew keyed off of pray without ceasing is the command from Paul, mm-hmm. right? And then we're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. We, do we tell everyone we're always praying? I love that. that was funny. And, and, and you do think about there are communities that, you know, monasteries, mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, police, p- people that just, that's what they're going to do. Don't talk oh, to me, yeah. yeah don't yeah. talk to me. I am praying. But what he pointed out was how is it knit into daily life, right? Mm-hmm. How is it something that's just always, you know, front of mind. So he gave the example of being, you know, at, at a checkout line and then mm-hmm. seeing a cashier who was stressed and then responding to that situation with prayer. That wouldn't necessarily be the first thing in my toolbox, you know, mm-hmm. the thing that I would think about. But but just having prayer at top of mind to respond. What uh,
0: I loved about that, if I can interrupt for a second, yeah. is is how Drew set that up is he didn't he didn't set it up and say you know, what you should do is tell that cashier lady that you're going to pray for her. Mm. No, he said, pray for her. Like, yeah. like a lot of the times in Christian circles, How we, do you do- we, get that, yeah. we get that a lot of like, mm-hmm. Brad, you'll tell me something just heart-wrenching, you know, about one of your kids or, you know, yeah. family members or like they're sick or whatever the case would be. And I'm like, you know what, Brad, I'll pray for you. Yeah. And then I never touched base back. Um, two challenges that I was given in, in Bible college on this note by one of my professors is is he would, you know, if you were telling him something, he's like, Mm. you know what, if I'm just being honest, I'm not going to pray for that if I tell you I'm going to pray for that unless Mm -hmm. I right now pray for that. I remember standing in the lunch line, and he was asking me about something, and I told him, I gave him a recap, and and he's like, oh, let's pray right now. And I'm like waiting to get my lunch tray, you know, in the cafeteria (laughs) lunch line at Bible College, and he's praying for me. You know, Um, and so that was just something that, a lot of times we tell people, oh, I'll pray for you. And I know at least for me, yeah. is, if, unless I do it right then, there's a lot of times I'll forget. right? Uh, I, and so that's just a beautiful, just, I think it's, there's no doubt. It's going to be awkward. It's going to be weird. But it's your obedience, not your yeah, you know, that's what I would, social image that we're trying to go after here. Yeah,
1: I love the fact of just do it, you know, do it in the moment. It didn't um, have to be long. No, but I, I, I remember uh, a teacher telling me transparently, it's like he was a pastor of a church, and you know he had told a woman who had a sick child that he would pray for her, and she came back a week later, Pastor, thank you so much for praying. He's all better. And and he had never once He's prayed for you. her. <laughs> but if you get it done you know, in the moment. Yeah, I want to respond to that uh, in terms of, um just there's a little tension for me just in terms of of wisdom because mm-hmm. i have been with christians who have prayed out in public settings mm-hmm. for people they don't know that they're believers like a waitress and they made it weird okay it was awkward and i just thought was i, I don't know so i think yeah. i would my wisdom would be keep it short yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can I be mean, a Christian, but
0: don't be weird. Yeah, That's yeah. I
1: mean, saying. I don't know. I mean, I think a sentence or two gets mm-hmm. it done, right? I mean, don't. I mean, laying hands on her, holding. The, I don't. I, I, I there's, there's, don't, don't do there's boundaries, you know, that you need to respect, yeah, you know. For sure. So, but I think you're also talking about their situation with brothers and sisters in Christ, where hey. We're we're totally on board. We yeah. totally get it. And then that door is is, is a little more yeah. open. And then
0: uh, Yeah. A pastor I used to serve with, he had this normal practice where when he would, you know, go out to eat for dinner, lunch, whatever mm-hmm. it used to be, he would act ask the waitress or the waiter, you know, like, Hey, we're Christians, we're gonna pray over our meal. When we do pray, is there anything we can pray for you about? Yeah. You know, and that was just a it, some people were like very weirded out by it, but he didn't uh, make it weird, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um yeah. Well, and then and then there would be other waiters and waitresses, like, yeah, I can can I stand with you when you do it? And then like it would just be like there would be these different moments that happened that was just more organic and you you basically just get their... better at that, right? Yeah. I mean,
1: so we're we're saying up front the first few times you do this it's going to be so strange awkward. and awkward for so you awkward, yeah. too, right? And you're going to have a sensitivity to the other person, but you'll get better at it. But mm-hmm. yeah, 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 I
0: Yeah, another thing Drew brought up was a car crash, you know. And mm. I think both those you know, like you see in a car crash on the highway and you're driving by and then you use that opportunity while you're driving to pray, which is evidence that you don't need to close your you know, eyes and, and you know, bow your hands or fold your hands over because you need to hold that steering wheel and watch where you're going um, <laughs> so you don't get added to the car crash. Yeah. Uh, but I think there's, there's more moments, and Drew knew this and he knows this too, that – we can pray, right? And yeah. so it doesn't have to be when just somebody's life is going up in flames, or that there's a car crash and somebody could potentially be heard. Yeah. Um, the thing that we were talking about before is, I think about the transition moments in our lives mm-hmm. uh, and the small ones, right? So if you're standing in line, how often do we stand in line somewhere? Uh, and what's the first thing we do, right? We're like hunting for our phones in our pockets because we don't want to be bored for yeah. you know half a second. Right. Take that opportunity to pray. Like, don't pull out our, don't pull out your phone. Just like. Mm-hmm. In the stillness of your heart, as you're standing that line at Wegmans or um, at in the the line at McDonald's, I don't know, just pray. Mm-hmm. The DMV, y'all have plenty of time, right? Yeah. And so um, you can pray for an hour. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, use I- that opportunity <clears throat> to pray.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like Lent came early this year, you know, because uh, <laughs> Drew had this 40-day challenge, which is close to the period, you know, that some churches, we don't observe Ash Wednesday, but a lot of churches will mark Ash Wednesday to Easter yeah. and then, you know, make those kind of, you know, Drew talked about making some sacrifices and, and praying for that time. But there have been times where I have taken a period of time to say, I'm going to keep my car silent. So, I mean, I might want to listen to sports radio, news radio, something like that, but I am, or, or podcasts now, you know, yeah. but, but my car car is not usually silent you know, when I'm driving, but to say, okay, yeah. when I drive, that's I'm going to keep yeah. it quiet and I'll keep my eyes open, good. but, but spend that time that's in prayer. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, so that. that's, that's been helpful for me.
0: Yeah. And th- there's another thing. I think I mentioned this last week on the podcast was the one minute pause or the mm-hmm. one minute prayer of trying to schedule.
1: I love that. Say it again. I mean, yeah. I love that so prayer. the one
0: minute pause app, uh, you mm-hmm. can grab that. It's, it, it you can set up two or more notifications each day to just to hit you and mine set up at 10 and two. Mm-hmm. Um, so at 10 and two, uh, I 10 in the morning to it two in the afternoon, it just notifies me, take a one minute pause. And so it's just to settle your heart. And you know, the, the template prayer that I usually pray is, is offered by this author, which is Jesus. I give everyone and everything to you. Right. And I just start praying. I just keep praying that right for a minute or sometimes it's a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, I say it one time because I'm running to a meeting, right? And so, mm-hmm. but I just try, it's it's the attempt at least is to settle your heart and more than just, you know, over meals and before you go to bed yeah, I love to, that. to come and, you know, come into the presence of God and, and to remind <clears throat> yourself on a normal basis mm-hmm. that um, every day, every moment of every day mm-hmm. that God is in control, that he is holding all things together, mm-hmm. uh, no matter what's being thrown at you, he cares about it because he cares for you um, and he wants you to bring... Your requests. Cast all your cares upon Him, as First Peter four says. Um, a verse that I'm constantly reminded by is uh, Daniel six ten. Uh, it's common that it's my name, right? And so, but Daniel six ten. I think it is. watched me cite a verse wrong, right? Uh, but it's that. It's that <laughs> passage right before Daniel gets thrown into the lion's den, mm-hmm. and it says, "As it was his practice, mm. he went up to his room morning, noon, and night, yeah. with the doors open towards Jerusalem." And prayed, right? Uh-huh. And so um, so it was a habit. Morning, noon, and night, Daniel was getting into the presence of God because uh, it was his habit. He had a habit, and that habit, um, you know, allowed him to honor God and, and encounter God, which gave him the courage to go and do something that was really hard that maybe he wouldn't have been able to do otherwise.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's good.
0: Cool. Love it. <clears throat> All right, scheduled. How do uh-huh. we set the stage for scheduled times in prayer. And 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 let, let's let's take off the table meal times, right? So yeah, that's good to pray during meal times, so that's pretty that's softball. Do that. That's good. Do it with your family. Hold hands around the dinner table with your kids, let them pray. Um, you know, do that. But other than that, like one-on-one, let's think about one-on-one or maybe family time of prayer. How, how do you how do you do that? How do you even set that up?
1: Yeah, I think uh so for me, I, I think we can talk about baby steps and more advanced stuff, yeah. right? Because some people might be just saying, hey, I, I don't even know where to begin. So there's a, a, a little pamphlet, you know, that many people have seen decades ago mm-hmm. from the Navigators called okay. Seven Minutes with God. Okay. And so that would say, hey, you know— Let's start with seven minutes. Can you give seven minutes? And I think that seven minutes was to be, it was either three minutes of Bible reading and four minutes of prayer or, or the mm-hmm. reverse. But anyway, have that time. I'm going to do a little reading in the Bible, and then I'm going to have prayer. And then that prayer was actually structured with an acronym that you've heard, I'm sure, called ACTS, okay, okay. right? Which is Adora- A-C-T-S, yep. which is Adoration, Confession, Thanksgiving, and Supplication. So mm. I love that guidance because you said, take a time. You're just going to give seven minutes. Now, what they said, and it's true, is if you give seven minutes, that will grow. Yeah, or if you're will. consistent with it, it will grow. Yeah. But at least you can make that initial commitment, you know, to the seven minutes. And I love the focus of adoration because I always want to rush straight to... Supplication is a funny old English word, which actually means begging for stuff, right? Begging for stuff.
0: (laughs) We're usually good at that kind of praying. Right, right.
1: right. Treating God like Santa Claus. Santa, right.
0: I need So, yeah,
1: but the supplication is the asking, hey, what do I need? But, hey, let's spend some time first in just appreciating who he is, how transcendent he is, how mind-blowing it is that the master of the universe, creator of the universe, sustainer of the universe... Mm -hmm is even aware or cares or intends good for us. I mean, that's just mind-blowing. But uh, adoration, confession, you know, where is it? Because Drew said sin blocks prayer. So where is it that, you know, that we just need to be transparent and accountable Mm. to God? And then Thanksgiving, he's doing good. We're seeing it day-to-day. And then supplication. So I love that as far as a structured start. And then there's more challenging resources as you go deeper. There's a a book by Andrew Murray called With Christ in the School of Prayer. Mm. It's actually 30... 31 chapters long, so it's kind of structured to be done in a month. But it's that I I would just say that that one will really stretch you. It just Mm -hmm. in terms of he he unpacks scripture in a beautiful way, but it's very challenging. That book is so old, I think it's in the public domain. So you can with Christ in the School of Prayer, Andrew Murray. It's very challenging stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I loved those resources. You know, like when you're talking about adoration, uh, what came to my mind is there's been times I've been at different like Christian events and organizations that we do like group prayer, uh-huh. which I, oh, man, I struggle in a lot of the time because I'm like, you know, it feels like it needs to be like this special thing, you know, because I work at a church. It's like, oh, I got to pray really good. And it, that's always the worst attitude to have in that regard. But uh, there's times that people start it with like, we're just going to tell God who he is. Mm-hmm. just popcorn that out, like, and you're like, you know, almighty, and then somebody else is like, chef. and then you're just like going, and then as have, you're I, like, have you gone through the alphabet before? have no, you done that? never done that one. That yeah, so tough. like, <laughs> he's
1: awesome, he's beautiful, you know, you, you work through the alphabet. Yeah.
0: But <laughs> I think the point and, and the thrust is that is you get yourself in so much into a rhythm of yeah. it that you, it, it becomes... Uh, second nature to just thank God for who he is and what he's done. And other tips that, because I'll be honest, like I'm I'm probably, I would say I'm pretty good at the momentary prayer of like trying to set, you know, reminders off and just things I put up on my wall in my office at my house and okay. in the office office, right, uh, of just br- trying to remind me of who God is, what he's doing, mm-hmm. and how he's active in my life and in the world. But that scheduled prayer is where I... Have struggled for years to just to build in time. Like I read my Bible, I, I you know have worship music, but just being you know and, and just talking to God is something I struggle with. So there's different things through the year, fa- past several years that I've used. Like one's called like the Echo Prayer App. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know. There's other prayer apps out there, but one thing that I appreciate about Echo is I pick a different day of the week. And there's different topics that I I type in, and I set it on Mondays at 7 a.m. that send me this notification. So like Mondays at seven, every every day at 7 a.m. it says pray for Rena and our marriage, mm-hmm. and it has a verse that I saw in there that I throw in there. Uh, or like for example, every Friday morning I have uh, like my mom and dad that pop up, or and there's other friends and their marriage that we pray for, or there's like our kids different pop different times. They, it's a reminder of these more rhythms to pray. That So we're not just praying when something's gone wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's a, a bad thing. Because I, I struggle um, in that like scheduled prayer time.
1: Yeah. Um, I, th- I think another challenge in our modern age is just how distractible we, yeah, are. we are. So um, even if you put the phone away and mm-hmm. the rest, our minds are still a cacophony. Yeah. I mean, things are going off all the time. And so... Anyone ever fallen asleep during prayer or, yeah. or mind drifts in prayer? That's my thing.
0: It's my mind You start thinking, drifts. what do we have for dinner tonight? <laughs> I don't know. What do I got to do today? Yeah. What was it that I forgot? You know, like all mm-hmm. Rich Velotas, pastor in New York City, he talks about being distracted during prayer. Uh-huh. He said, uh, if you get distracted 99 times, it's 100 opportunities to come back to Jesus. Yeah. And it's just like, that's just like the sweetest thing. I'm like, man, that's a good line. Yeah. But
1: it's so tough. One thing that um, helped me was I have done in the past, I'm not doing now, but I think I'd like to return to. But there are times where I would just said, "I'm gonna just, I'm gonna write my prayers." Yeah. So that's uh, what I,
0: my wife does, and she like mm-hmm. you read her journal. It's it's just like so yeah. eloquent and beautiful. She's like I, I struggle saying it but like if i get to write it out it, it's just so, it structures your yeah. thoughts mm-hmm. it
1: makes it coherent yeah. and comprehensive yeah and then it provides that reflection too she's something she can look yeah back look back at.
0: at yeah because you think about like the difference in writing a paper or mm-hmm. just like tell me some of your thoughts that you want to write about and you're mm-hmm. like but what about this that and it's just like yeah popcorn mm-hmm. random rabbit trail hole like things versus like you're trying to put some, and it may not be like the perfect thing, right? But that's not what God, God's no. not looking for that, right? And right. so, a verse that I pulled out here is in Romans eight twenty six and twenty seven. I, I thought about this question: What about the person who says, "I don't know what to say" or "I don't have words"? Mm-hmm. There, there's hope for us, right? Right? Because in Romans eight twenty six and twenty seven, Paul says, "The Spirit helps us in our weakness when we don't know what to pray as we should, mm-hmm. but the Spirit Himself intercedes with us." For unspoken groanings too deep for words. And he who searches the hearts knows what is in the mind of the Spirit because he intercedes for the saints according. To the will of God.
1: Yeah. That's a gospel encouragement. Yeah. To the guilt that may be on people yeah. when it comes to, you know, their guilt about prayer or whatever yeah. is we've you've got someone 24 seven. Yeah. Who's, you know, the Holy Spirit is there yeah. for you and Jesus, that's his role. Now, yeah, he's is interceder, continually interceder, yeah. praying. It, you know, and for the, us. the
0: beauty of that is when you treat God like Santa Claus and you pray <laughs> for the wrong things. <laughs> But it says in this verse, you should know what you should be praying for. But yeah. too much of the time, we spend time praying for things we shouldn't be mm-hmm. praying for. The Spirit, in His perfection, takes it upon Himself to say, "No, that's not what He meant." Yeah, that's kind and, and, yeah. like, let, "Hey, God, I, I know, he, I know, that's what He said, but this is what He means." And yeah. so, um, it, you may be like, "Hey, I don't want Him to do that," but God, and through the power of the Holy Spirit, you know, God, the Holy Spirit, He He knows and He. He intercedes for us, translates right. for us, um, according to God's will. Yeah, I think
1: Andrew Murray kind of walks that way in terms of he basically puts the promise out there that every prayer will be answered. Yeah. But then it gets to every prayer according to the Spirit, every prayer in line with yeah. the will of God. Mm. And so there's that continual shaping. Uh, and that's that's another thing. I think you were going to go here too. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, you talk about when you don't have the words. Yeah. Um, we have plenty of printed words. Yeah. You know, in the Bible itself. That's you know, good. the Bible records so many prayers. Of course, the Psalms. You know, I, yeah. one person called the Psalms the prayer book of Jesus. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, this—that's Jesus's prayer life almost. You there's know.
0: a there's another guy who wrote a spiritual dis- disciplines book. His name's Donald Whitney. Okay. Um, he went to Arkansas State University. Just. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shout out Arkansas. Uh,
0: anyways, so, uh, but he's a professor in a seminary at Louisville, Kentucky, Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. He wrote uh, Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life, a mm-hmm. very popular, you know, modern, more modern yep. spiritual disciplines book. Um, but he also wrote Praying the Bible, mm. which he's probably more popular for by now. It's a really thin, hardback, like sure. 6 $7. I mean, you probably could get this thing. Um But he walks you through how to pray the Bible. Yeah. Um, And he talks about how to do it with uh, an epistle, like one of Paul's letters, how to do it with a narrative, how to Mm -hmm. do it with poetry, how to do it with psalms, how to do it with wisdom literature. Oh,
1: that sounds fantastic. And
0: and it's a really good resource. And he gives you challenges all throughout. Like, I remember reading that book. We had to read it when I was on staff at a church in Arkansas. It was like one of the initiatives that year of like, hey, we're going to be more praying church. We're going to start with this one. Mm -hmm. And uh, you get about halfway through that book. And his challenge is spend an hour praying the Bible mm-hmm. And then you keep reading and he's like, wait, did you not stop? Like it literally this is what's written in praise. He's like, did you did you pray?" And he's like asking he's like, multiple sentences he's like, did and eventually get so convicted that you're like, okay fine, I'm supposed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My Bible. Uh, yeah, but that book is a super helpful one. I know, there's another podcast resource if people aren't a, a readers, uh, Pray the Word with David Platt. So it's a daily okay. by Radical Ministries. It's like five-minute podcast where he picks like one verse out, reads it, prays it, um, and it's just to be seen as a model for you of okay. like how to, how to pray the Bible um, and pray according to God's will. Because I hear that a lot of times from Christians like, I don't know if I'm, what I'm praying is, you know, according to God's will or something uh-huh. like that. It's like, well, you know one way to know that for sure? Mm-hmm. Just pray the Bible, you know? <laughs> and, and that, that for, for a guy like me, when I pray the Bible, it's more like in a court, like I have words yes. when I have that, but it's God's words that I'm like, God, this is the truth from your word today. May this be truth in my life. Like, yeah. Help me do this thing. Like,
1: and what a blessing to pray prayers you know will be answered.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: For real <laughs> when you have the Bible's agenda Don Carson's got a book also walks through Paul's epistles just as hey this is the model this is the agenda for prayer you know mm-hmm. uh, is are these your priorities you know for a lot of us we would think that's the will of God that no one ever be sick mm. you know but if you look at the prayers of the Bible that that's not the highest priority but it's you yeah. know it's often that's that suffering that God does great things
0: through yeah so, for sure yeah. he does do that Well, thanks so much for listening to this week on A Little Better. Remember this series called Habits for Change. We're going to be walking through... Uh, seven total, eight total habits. We did two this past week, another one coming in week two of this series, and we're excited that you're along with us. Uh, and this series really is birthed out of the, the heart behind changing and becoming more of who God wants you to be, not just doing the work, right? And so it's a both and because, as Peter says in 2 Peter 3.18, grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ uh, and we hope that is true for you this year and 2022 that you're becoming more like Jesus and joining in his work wherever he may have you be. Thanks for liking, commenting, and subscribing. We'll see you next week on A Little Better.